0: Everyone, and welcome back to Crossroads Minute,
1: the podcast where we analyze the 2002 Britney Spears vehicle Crossroads one minute at a time.
0: I'm your co host, Aaron.
1: I'm your co host, James.
0: And it's minute 81, which I will pull up my notes. Sorry, <laughs> uh-huh. I had a different note pulled up from the meeting that I was in <laughs> earlier, which I have beginning with Pop sighing as the mm-hmm. previous minute ended. And going on through Lucy, I wrote down Lucy looking resigned to her fate.
1: Basically, yeah. Yeah. Basically. So this is all pop talk.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So remember last week on Friday when you were like, man, I hope that sigh is followed by him sitting down and being like, I just, I'm really glad you're safe.
1: Do you remember that? I do remember that. And I feel uh, in my defense of poor naive James thinking that Dan Aykroyd is going to have some redeeming redeeming quality at all in this movie. Uh Uh-huh. The first... Phrase that he says in this minute is fine. So you made a mistake. I was like, cool. All right. We're having the like, it's fine to make mistakes. Right. Also, if we can tie this into it's okay that you were a mistake. That's fine too. But.
0: <laughs> I I'm don't setting. think you were a mistake. Your mother did.
1: <laughs> right. I understand. Everybody makes mistakes. I'm like, we're killing this. Yes, Pop. Yes. Yes.
0: We're And you expect to hear... I'm just glad you're safe.
1: And then he says, "You're forgiven." And yep. I was like, "No. Pop, no."
0: <sighs> yeah, my note for that is, "Hey, fuck you, pop." Like
1: I I just <laughs> Even
0: if he had said, "It's okay." Right. Which implies forgiveness. Yeah. But doesn't make you sound like a dick.
1: Like what right. the fuck, Pop? Yeah. It's I don't sanctimonious, I want to say. Yeah. Then he says, "I'm going to take you girls back to where you where you belong and we'll forget about the whole crazy thing, all right?" And it's just like ha, huh, this where do, where do we start with that? Right. Uh, crazy girls?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's
1: forget about the whole thing like
0: I mean like I can under I in, in Pops defense I can understand how to him this is a crazy idea that they have had to drive right. cross country with no warning to go to a singing contest audition I can understand right where like why he says that even though I don't think that's what he should have said
1: yeah I'm not even sure well I was going to say I might have said the same thing but I I just I can't imagine me saying back where you belong. I can't ima- unless I'm- Back I'm home. Saying back, Back yeah.
0: home, yeah. And the thing is, if you're going to say, let's get you- No, 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 he says back where you belong. What he should right. have said was back home.
1: Right, okay, good. I was yeah. like, did I-
0: <laughs> No, 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 you, you, no yeah. you were right, he was wrong. And Come like, back home, yeah. The whole, like, you know, let's get you crazy girls back home. Like, if he yeah. was any other kind of dad- if he was the kind who jokes around, then that "let's get you crazy girls back home." Right. It wouldn't. It wouldn't be as bad. But the fact that he's like, "Let's get you crazy girls back where you belong." Like, I mean, it almost sounds like he should follow it up like in parentheses, the institution.
1: Right. Like, right. I mean, he, he's get, speaking like a, a
0: yeah. He's speaking like a warden.
1: Yeah, and I it's don't bad.
0: like it, warden. Dan I Aykroyd is doing a I great the, job. Oh yeah, he no, he's doing a great job there. He really is, but he's doing a great job of being the worst person in this movie, and that's saying something because Kit is also in this movie. Dylan's
1: Dylan in, this is movie. in this movie.
0: <laughs> guy, some
1: well, okay. Future cartel leader, guy, some dude is in this movie, and
0: you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna step it. I'm gonna walk it back. Dan Aykroyd does a great job of being the second worst person in
1: this movie I forgot for
0: a brief moment that Dylan was in this movie for (laughs) roughly three
1: minutes right right yeah time uh, uh, sin over time uh, for Dylan is gigantic like yeah um, so then Lucy says a mousy alright and I'm like okay it's over
0: yep but it's not
1: (laughs) nope (laughs) nope So then he says the thing that I feel like maybe you can speak to this. Every teen girl dreads hearing her father say this. Who's that boy you were with?
0: Yeah, but he doesn't. But the thing is, if he said it like that. Right. It's totally different than how he actually says it, which is. And who's that boy you were with? How old is he? Yeah. Like, I mean, to be fair, valid question. (laughs) Right. But Be let's cool. talk. Yeah, let's talk about delivery.
1: Right. Yeah, he says, "Who's that boy you were with? How old is he anyway? Is he the one who put the crazy idea in your head? Which, like, uh, further fuck you? Please, right. further fuck you, Pop.
0: Right. And and also, Pop knows Mimi. Like the fact right. that he has to ask whose idea this was. I mean, right. I know he hasn't seen her in like eight years, but right. She was at his house every, like, every day after school for many years when they were younger. (laughs) Surely he knows that this was Mimi's idea. I mean, come on, dude. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Ugh.
0: Yeah, it's, it's it's a valid question. This whole conversation is full of very valid points. Absolutely. But he makes them in the worst way. And when I first saw this movie almost 20 years ago, it didn't bother me as much and I think it's because I was 18 years old right. and I was like I mean my my dad you know my dad my dad is yeah. nothing like pop right? in this I don't I don't think who's that boy and how old is he and did he put you up to this is ever something it would occur to my father to
1: ask right
0: that would be my mom if anything right but but like I it, I, it didn't phase me to see the the parent being like, you know, cracking the whip and putting their foot down, and you will do as I say, and because right. that's kind of what, like that's a trope you expect in teen movies. Yep. But now, as a a parent, mm-hmm. this is one of, this is one of the very rare instances of a teen movie where I am not on the side of the parent.
1: Right? As a grown-up.
0: Like, you look at Dead Poet Society, and by the end of that, I'm like, yeah, Dad was right. Yeah. He was a jerk about it, but honestly, like, Neil, you made a bad call. You should have listened right. to your dad. This right. is one where I'm like, no, no, no. He makes some valid points, but in a way where I still think that Lucy was not in the wrong.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree completely. I think that this is this is an instance where there's there's like the event. I'm like, yeah. I mean, in the year two thousand two, this was about as as safely and responsibly done as it could be. Yeah. I mean, there's no like cell phones and and whatever, or like you know everyone having cell phones and whatever. But like, yeah. I mean, she she left a note.
0: She left a note. She called multiple times during the trip. Yeah. I don't know. It's in a way, good job, Shonda Rhimes, yeah. for making me not, for making adult parent me recognize yep. that siding with the parent is not the right call in this case. But also, like, come on, Shonda Rhimes, make your parent have some dimension.
1: Yeah. I'm trying to think of the first the first movie where that I can think of that I was like the teens are relatable and the parents are relatable is Easy A.
0: I was thinking American Pie.
1: OK, I'll give you that.
0: Eugene Levy is super relatable. That's true.
1: And he's not. And he, yeah, no, that's fair. That's a good point.
0: Now, he's yep. the, he's really the only parent who is relatable because let's be real. Stifler's mom is not.
1: Right. And I think she's still, the only still other- Still is mom a, is a wet dream. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I think
0: she's the only other parent of note in that
1: movie. I can't think of anyone else's parents. Oh, I uh, think we actually, see Jim's um, mom,
0: but like barely.
1: Tara, um, Tara reads parents, uh, we see them because they call her to dinner when she tells them she's coming. Right. To dinner is what I, I've always assumed that line meant.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, definitely. Totally.
1: Anyways, um, so then we cut scene.
0: Well, Lu- Lucy says that Ben just gave them a ride.
1: Right. Ben just gave them a ride. I didn't take a dirty note there. I didn't um, either,
0: but I mean, it's implied.
1: It's right there. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um. So then we cut to the hotel. Yep. Lucy is uh, holding up a holding and folding mm-hmm. a pink shirt. Yep. And Ben comes back in. He says, I got a band, which I'm like, oh, right. I forgot that was Ben's mission throughout this whole thing, and he got called away from it to go to the hospital and be there for a bit and stuff.
0: Yeah, and then I guess was like, okay, well, this band's not going to form itself, so <laughs> right.
1: back to band. Mimi, time. good
0: luck with the recovery. <laughs> I'm gonna go talk to a guy with some drums. Right, drummer is is what we call them in the business.
1: Depends on how well they drum. Some so I've heard some bands where it's definitely a guy with some drums. <laughs> <laughs> Fair point <laughs> um and uh she says, uh, he's like, what are you doing? And she's like, packing. yeah, I'm like, oh um, so basically, Lucy says she needs to go with pop pop or Pop wants her to move to his hotel right and Ben's like, until the audition, how are we gonna rehearse? And I'm like, Ben, my guy and he like
0: reaches <laughs> for her hand. And yeah, she, she like pulls it away and she's like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to the audition.
1: Right. Which, when did it become Lucy's audition?
0: It still isn't. I think the plan, I think when she bailed on Tucson. Right. She didn't bail on Tucson. Let me rephrase that.
1: Tucson bailed on her.
0: Yeah. I think when things didn't work out with mother. Right. Right. The implication there was, I'm gonna go to LA with you guys and go to the audition to watch Mimi, gotcha, to, su- to gotcha, support gotcha, Mimi. Gotcha. Okay, maybe sing backup for Mimi. It's unclear exactly what her capacity was going to be, but I think it was always intended to be Mimi's audition. And Lucy was, I mean, if she, if Ben is asking when are we going to rehearse, then right. presumably Lucy is gonna be doing backups.
1: Gotcha. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Is my
0: assumption. Um, I've never really put much thought into that before. Right. I assume backups because of things that happen later.
1: Like the karaoke setup, what I think was supposed to be like a, hey, this will be a good dry run for the audition. Yeah. That's all I have.
0: Yep. That's all I've got for this minute.
1: A lot of people uh, talking to Lucy yes. about how they're disappointed in her.
0: Yes. <laughs> All men, weirdly.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Men, men find Lucy disappointing in this yep. minute.
1: <laughs> minute 81. N- men are disappointed in Lucy.
0: Yep. You know what? Men have been disappointed in Lucy throughout this whole movie. Poor Henry. Yep. Poor guy, guy some, dude. some dude.
1: Yep. Even that uh that guy who handed them the audition papers and was like, It's in six days. Yeah, I guess he seemed she, like I, guess... he,
0: I think he was disappointed in everything.
1: Yeah. Basically his whole life. Yeah. So
0: Social media? Well, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we as a podcast are on Twitter at crossroads underscore Men, but individually, I am at unabashedly Aaron.
1: And I am at unabashed James.
0: We are proud members of the Scavengers Network on Twitter at ScavengersNet. Go tell them how much you love us.
1: Yes. That would be awesome. That would be actually really cool. Yeah. (laughs) So things are kind of falling apart as we get to the end of the movie. I guess everything's just going to, they're just going to go back home and just live their lives. Roll credits.
0: Yep. Don't, don't spoil things for Thursday,
1: James. (laughs) Uh, But until then, hey, Erin. Yes, James. Let's be best friends forever. We will. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.